No, I, I remember when we talked on the phone after uh, uh, when you asked me to do your your show, you recited a couple of my jokes back to me that I completely forgot about. The women start inserting the eels into their vaginas. Ugh. Excellent. I have your attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a whole thing about Some, uh, bestiality. There yeah. was a a porn with a chicken fucker. That was that Fuck was I did chicken. that during the check drop. There was a lot of guys. <laughs> there was a guy who auditioned to be the chicken fucker. Right, and he and, got shut and, out and, because of nepotism. <laughs> No, that means a great deal to me, Pat. Really does. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know some of the other guys? This is, to give you an idea, Eddie Strange, you yeah. know Ross Bennett, uh, a.k.a. Eddie Strange. He's still He's still punching it out. Yeah, yeah he's still around. He's a great act. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, was, it was neat to meet him after a long time and see, you know, like the, the direction that he's uh, going. I, Ross Bennett, why change your name from Eddie Strange? I guess those uh, funny uh, names didn't really... Uh, that trend didn't last, you know. No, it's just, you know, like, remember, like, morning shows used to be first name and nickname in the morning, you know? It was like... Doug and Tick. Yeah. <laughs> Ham and Egger. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. The crime stories you're about to hear are true, reported primarily by the New York Post and the Daily News. That's the blood-spattered pages of the legendary... New York City tabloid press. You know, justice is blind, so in the eyes of the law, all suspects are presumed innocent. And the traditional symbol of justice is Lady Justice, who's holding a set of scales and a sword and is wearing a blindfold. That's a, There's a statue over down there outside the New York County Courthouse, downtown 60 Center Street. That symbol of justice, a blindfolded <laughs> woman wielding a sword. I think they want people going to court for justice to have this expectation, like... Who the fuck knows what this bitch might do? Well, we're all hoping for the best. By the way, blindfolds aren't even for blind people. They're for hostages, perverts, Mexican kids swatting at pinatas. Blind people are the only people who would never need a blindfold. And wearing a blindfold also doesn't make you blind. You know what makes you blind? Diabetes makes you blind. No one wants to look at a diabetic statue, though. That should be the saying. Justice has diabetes. Things like diabetes, uh, uh, macular degeneration, a sharp stick. Those are things that make you blind. Wearing a blindfold usually just means you're about to be executed. Or that you just read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me now, John McClellan. How are you, John? I, uh, when you were doing your uh, preamble here. Sort uh, of an opening, maybe? Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you, I, it's not my show. I don't want any trouble. All right. Um, but you're talking about people with blindfolds, and you go, Mexican kids. And I'm like, oh, my God. Swatting at pinatas. There yeah. was a gap there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Do you have some people in your don't basement you want to tell us about? A few Mexican kids with Couple, blindfolds. Just hanging around. You know, you got to watch, because a lot of these neighbors also speak Spanish. You can't let them, uh, you can't let them talk to anybody. Uh, justice being blind is a very interesting uh, kind of a concept to me. Now, later in the show, we'll be talking about uh, a police sergeant who shot a guy in the street uh, over a woman and uh, also uh, a teen who uh, killed her mom. She wants a separate trial from her co-killer. And uh, also a couple of other things. You know, we'll talk about some crime rates here in New York City. Oh, they say they're down. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but, uh, first I want to kind of like go over this idea a little bit about justice. Uh, you know, look, you trace it back to see what the hell, where the hell does that come from? You know, like, uh, we get lady justice from the Roman goddess, uh, justitia. So it's from mythology. Yeah. Okay. When they were like running around as animals having sex with people. Yes, exactly. Right. I'm a deer. Now I'm a god. Let's have sex. It's all like it's it really it's a gateway to bestiality. It kind of it's, it's just all coming back there, isn't it? And it's with uh, the blindfolds. And now the uh, the uh, justicia justicia. It sounds like a good name for a little girl in Inwood. 
you know? <laughs> I bet you there's a girl named that. It See, sounds like something you get in your eye. That's, I got a condition. I got or, a or like a drug, maybe. Like I ask your doctor. You have to get it removed. Ask your doctor if justicia is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Greeks had their version uh, in their goddesses. It would, they were named uh, Themis and Dyke, which sounds like a comedy duo opening for Larry Owens at Littlefield. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's you can tell by the rhythm that's a joke. <laughs> Lady Justice, uh, yeah, two other distinctive things. You, you know the you've seen it a thousand times. In her left hand, she dangles a, a set of scales. Correct. Like if you could get justice by weighing it, we wouldn't even need judges, juries, lawyers, and trials. We just pick it up at the deli counter, <laughs> like a pound of fucking turkey. And uh, the other one is. Uh, Oh, the scales. That's an interesting... That, that symbol goes back to the Egyptians, ancient Egyptians, sometime uh, the, in the, near the dynastic, when the dynastic period began with the unification of Upper and Lower Egypt under Menes. Menes was spelled M-N-J and meant he who endures in pre-vowel Egypt. Uh, now, he... Do you know anything about, uh, see, the Egyptians are not, we talk about Greeks and Romans all the time, because that's Western civilization, but North African shit, eh, fuck that, you know, I mean, like, it's a lot longer ago, apparently. Do you know anything about all this shit? I mean, have you ever studied this this ancient history? I never did. I, I, I don't want to call myself an expert, you know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to pontificate. You, I, you, you also don't want to make me feel awkward. In, in yeah, my, I'm trying uh, to figure that out. <laughs> That's a work in progress right now, Pat. I, I totally get it. Well, they believe that after one's death, uh, he'd be met at the body's final resting place by someone named Anubis. And uh, this is one thing I like about the Egyptians. They anticipated that in passing into the afterlife, the person would likely be kind of disoriented. He might wake up from being dead, like, in a panic. Thinking, really? Yeah. Thinking, thinking he was late for work. Yeah. <laughs> Which he probably is. And they figured the dead, uh, they might not remember anything about their own life or even who they were. So they wrote down some of the details uh, on the walls of the tomb. And so they, what is this guy, when you meet when he's dead, was he handing you a cup of coffee or something? It's like, hey, you got, you got to turn this around. Well, this is how they this is how they would kind of wake the guy up is they'd have illustrations of, of his life and you know notes and stuff. Oh, and, everything you did wrong, yeah, right. that'll <laughs> snap you right out of it. Well, hey, and here's another thing you did wrong, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Wait, can I, I think it's quiet. Is, I thought death was supposed to be peaceful. Well, that's what you know. It's it's more stressful than they're than than one would think. Yeah, because I mean, shit, the hard part's over, right? Dying, but apparently that's just the beginning for them. No, actually, it's not bad because you, you get down or you have a personal secretary who has all your agendas for the day. I, I looked at it more like a graphic novel, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then you start to look at it, you know, and that's what's supposed to wake you up out of this kind of like moment, you know? Because as you're reading it, maybe it jogs your memory. Like, I know that chick. That's my cat there. That must be me. Yeah, that's the time I met Cleopatra. That's my, that's my apartment pyramid building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they live in pyramids. I, I want to go around acting as if I think people lived in pyramids. I don't. I don't believe they did. It's no, all like they the were Luxor. buried in pyramids. They're buried in them. They died and they 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 were they didn't even die in them. They were just dead in them. Yeah, it was, it's like a giant tomb. And but think of oh yeah, I guess it's a, they the way they built it. It probably wasn't like uh, you know. There's probably not a spacious two bedroom in there anywhere with uh, <laughs> with with uh, the light. You know, like a, a lot of natural light. As you're reading it, uh, and then the, the, this collection... Uh, by the way, this tomb literature, uh, it was put together under the title The Book of Coming Forth by Day, or Spells for Going Forth by Day, better known to us as the Egyptian Book of the Dead. So that's The what Egyptian that, Book. Of the not dead. to be confused <laughs> with the Swedish Book of the Dead. The Swedish Book of the Dead, right, yeah. You could get at Ikea. Right. <laughs> You have to put it together yourself. That's it. It's it's one of those self-assembly Yeah, tombs. you don't get a guy to tell you you got to piece it together yourself. That's exactly right. Yes. And then uh, the dead guy would be hoping for entry into the Egyptian version of heaven called the Field of Reeds. And of us would collect the dead guy. He'd take them to the Hall of Truth where there was a... This is the best part. Go to the Hall of Truth. There's a line. So you have to get in line. <laughs> This I guess sounds like a Super up. Friends episode. It doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the the hall, hall of... Robin, to the Hall of Truth. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, but the 
I, I love the fact that they're that literal minded. You know what I mean? Like this is the afterlife. You've already made up a lot of shit here. Why not say you get to go straight to the head of the line? But uh, there's a, maybe not even a line. I guess. Listen, it, it, I don't believe any of that until I see a Yelp review on it. <laughs> it's, you'd wait, and, you'd, and when it was your turn, Anubis would come back and bring you to stand before Osiris. That's the lord of the underworld and the judge of the dead, Osiris. That's a pretty pretty important title. Also, the judge of the dead. The judge. Yeah. Lord of the whole underworld. Also present Thoth, the scribe of the gods. This is the Pauli. That's yeah. the Pauli of the yeah. underworld. Yo, maybe you can find something for me in there, you know? Like uh Listen, did you uh did you bring in a little something? Yeah. <laughs> even gods need sh- they even gods need shit written down, I guess. You know? <laughs> we I don't have time to remember shit. Just, I'm in uh, charge of all the dead. I'm a <laughs> Lord of the Underworld. Write it down. The goddess Mott would also be present, and then you'd be surrounded. All uh, you know, this little collection: you, Thoth, Osiris, Mott, all surrounded by the forty-two judges. And at this time, the dead would recite a negative confession, which is where you explain all the sins you did not commit, which wouldn't take you long. <laughs> and this like, is where most people go: just kill me. Yeah. Wait, that already happened. So what? Uh, what all didn't I do? Never killed anybody intentionally. He's like, wait, cover my neighbor's wife? Neighbor. My neighbor. Like next door, next right? Next door? No, yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're cool. Never Go had ahead, it. next. <laughs> and they're like, wait a second. What about that one drawing on your tomb? You clearly are seen looking through the window at your neighbor's wife. Have you seen her? <laughs> Look. <laughs> That wasn't even coveting. I wasn't. No, it was not a covet. I not a covet. I was like, "What are you wearing?" That's what I was doing. I was admiring her. <laughs> this is where we really get down to it, because if they would then uh, take your heart, right? At this, you recite that, and then your heart was handed to us, Osiris, and put on the golden scale and weighed against the feather of truth. And then, uh, if the heart was heavier than the feather. And the soul would be destroyed, you see, and heart eaten by a demon. <coughs> Your heart's eaten by a demon at this point, which was part crocodile, part hippo, <laughs> part lion, and went by the name of Amet, swallower of the damned. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I, I, I'm, uh, you ever eat ice cream real fast? Mm-hmm. That's what's happening in my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> When you eat it too fast and you're a swallower of the no, damn. I just did my, my head. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like we're, uh, we're Hunter Thompson eating a lot of acid. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's scribing it all. <laughs> yeah. he, he was a great scribe. I just, uh, I, I, not, too many, to not too many religions have a swallower of the damned, you know, on like any. Like part crocodile. Not all crocodile. Part. It's like it's like when you have this dog's part wolf. Yeah. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Which part? Yeah. The tail. I think you know. It's the dick. He's got a wolf dick. He got wolf dick. <laughs> oh, shit. You like, know we and listen. That dog got wolf. That dick. stuff sells for top mm. dollar in the uh, in the far east. Yeah. <laughs> Dried wolf dick. Dried wolf dick, and you it's ground up and uh, sprinkled. And it's supposed to cause... Uh, you put it in quinoa. It actually causes impotence. <laughs> right, you put it in quinoa. That's how it's done. And part hippo. Hippos are pretty aggressive. but uh, And then part lion. They, they pretty much just said, this this fucker... I th- they let one of their kids draw him. That's how they got the, the design, I think. Like, just draw us a picture of a demon. And the kids just let his... his this m- sounds like one of those... Uh, wild. What's, what's that game, the card game... Uh, the humanity, Uno? no, the humanity one, uh, blackjack, no, where you draw all the different things and you come up words, old maid. I don't know. Go fish. Do we have a listener calling <laughs> the cards against humanity? We're taking your calls now. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> at Pat's personal one eight hundred swallower of the damned. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, I know what you're talking about. Cards against humanity or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where they just I've never played that. I haven't either. But you get like three things that 
just have make no sense together. It sounds like some kind of commie bullshit. It, it? it actually is. It's, it was based in communist mm-hmm. China. Yes. Well, uh, so the the blindfold on Lady Justice now it wasn't added until the 16th century. You know, I mean, well, what happened? The what happened in the 16th century? Some German, some German statue, and that's the first time they saw it. it was 1543. Uh, it's one of her main identifying characteristics. But some statues they have her without a blindfold. In London, there's a statue of her. It stands without a blindfold, and it's explained in brochures the blindfold would be redundant. Her impartiality, it says, is is guaranteed by her maidenly form. Which is the kind of reasoning that gets England in trouble. Hey, nice tits on that girl. Right, I'm yeah. sure we can trust her. Yeah. <laughs> With our yeah, that, fate. That, that's a very nice way of saying she's got a good rack. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that means she's good in our book. Going back now, 16th century. It's been, it's represented uh, equal treatment. That's the whole idea. Under the law, without regard to wealth or power or status. How does being blind help? And what if you stink? I mean, like, being blind, it, it steps up the power of your other senses, and the law doesn't allow uh, discrimination by employers according to race, sex, sexual orientation, religion, national origin, age, or physical disability. You can discriminate against people who stink. Excuse me. Unless they stink. Because sti- that goes across all racial barriers. I- unless, unless they stink in a way that's associated with a particular race. <laughs> Or religion or sexual orientation. Okay, yeah, so let's explain those now. Physical disability. Let's say you have, like, a leg cut off, and you get that that stub scent, you know? That that, that stub stench. They call it stub stench. What? what, what, Just what race smells like what? Say you are uh, a, uh, say you're a lesbian, and your face smells like your girlfriend's stinky pussy all the time. They can't discriminate based on that smell because it's like, what, because she's a lesbian? Her face smells like pussy? So that would be the sexual orientation. So you can go. No, I think that's a matter of hygiene. Not always. Because if I came in and my face smelled like pussy. Yeah. Could you discriminate against me? Yes, because it's not associated. (laughs) With, actually, that, with some sort it, of sexuality. It is associated with sexuality. My sexuality, I like women. Yeah. So I guess so just, that, yeah, you yeah. can't discriminate against straight people either. Right. But you can uh, in a, as a yeah, practical Yeah, th- listen, as a straight white guy, it's all coming back at me now. Yeah. I'd like to thank everybody from the you know, the 14th century on. Yes, thank you so much. We, we appreciate everything that uh, has been... Uh, Apparently handed to us with no effort. Yeah. And here uh, we are. Meanwhile, <laughs> what, what time do I go in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, we're working for a living still. Come on, man. I, I don't know. I This easy lifestyle. The way I look at white privilege, again, it's the same way that I look at HPV. You know, if, if I can't see it, I can't feel it and don't know I, I, that, it, that it, I have it, I don't. I don't have it. You know, if it's invisible to me and I can, I can live unaware of it, I don't even have it. Same way. Yeah, I don't <laughs> HPV. Know. You know what that is, right? The genital warts. Oh, I thought you were talking about HDTV. Because <laughs> I can't tell the difference either. <laughs> In the HD? Yeah, HD and regular. I can't. You ever watch? Okay, here's a... <laughs> you ever look at YouTube and you watch a, a, a college football uh, clip from like the 80s and you're like, God damn, they used to draw the score on their big. Right. It, it's like... Yeah, it just looks silly. It, it looks like it, it looks like it was it was coming over a ham radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somehow you're, you're just staring at a radio. Wait, like, is, this, is this hungry they're playing in? <laughs> We're going to go to instant replay. They would announce it every time. Let's right. look at it in it, instant re and it would it would say it on the, the screen cutting edge of technology. On the screen, instant replay. <laughs> in case you were, you know. Imagine when they first added the second camera. We're looking at a second camera. Yeah. That's uh, that's the way shit's changed. So, hey, listen, uh, before I go into some of these uh, ridiculous crimes, I want to tell you guys, I, w- I want to tease something that's coming later, an update from Mr. Talented Tyrell Shaw. And if you know, you know, and that's all you need to know. 
Meanwhile, bath time in Queens as four people were dead after a murder-suicide in a transatlantic custody fight that turned into a bloodbath in the borough diversity. James Shields Jr. fatally shot his ex-wife, his current wife, and his current son before shooting himself, his current self, in a 30th Avenue apartment in beautiful Astoria. Uh, recovered were two Glock firearms and plenty of ammunition. The ex-wife and his son were in town visiting Shields Jr. from the Netherlands, where they live. Uh, Shields had complained about his ex on his, uh, what do you call it, GoFundMe page. And, and he also talked about the expense of this international custody battle. Shields wrote, I had the perfect life a few years ago, but it has spiraled out of control. Uh, now, the, uh, the account that I read further states that the suspect wrote that his ex-wife had gone back to the Netherlands while pregnant with the boy because she couldn't find work as an artist. Hey, let's go to the Netherlands, John. Well, first of all, <laughs> I, 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 when I read this story, the thing that jumped out at me is that they used a Glock, which is the most Dutch-sounding weapon. A Glock. So, you know, that, that right there, we know we, we've got true stories here. He keeps it on brand, yeah. And I, I just, it's always, you know, the Dutch, are, isn't that whole thing Dutch because they're kind of cheap? They go in Dutch? You go Dutch. That's right. A, they, they, I think it's, uh, for them, it's, it's it, 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 I think cheapness is involved. They blame it on uh, equality. You know, okay, that's equally. fair. Equally, yeah, men and because women. Because, I don't know, that's just because I saw murder-suicide. I thought he was bundling it like he does his cable or his, <laughs> or his, or his, his insurance. Well, what it is, he had a group on <laughs> yeah. for a multiple suicide right. murder. So, you know, I could save money. Well, uh, by killing four people. Yeah, he killed, and that's including himself. There should be three dead and one piece well, murder, of murder suicide. You know, yeah, the bundle. Yeah, it's the bundle. Uh, it's it, he was spending a fortune to travel there to see his to see his baby. Is that now? Uh, he said uh, financial stress of their dispute was actually destroying his life and his second marriage. Uh, he who was also he was his second marriage. He also married another Dutch woman. He married a second Dutch. Cunt. Once you go Dutch, <laughs> I mean, you've heard it how many times? Yeah, that's how off, many times oft repeated. Once yeah. you go Dutch, then uh, you'll never think about doing anything. Yeah, you'll else never do much. much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was running through the rhyme in my mind. I'm like, where do we go? Where do we go? <laughs> Once you go Dutch, <laughs> Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. You know yeah. what? That should be on a bumper sticker just to <laughs> have people like, what the fuck does that mean? Yes, I like what the fuck humor <laughs> a lot. Once you go Dutch, Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> what What did you just say? Huh? You heard me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say. Look, if you need you me never to heard explain that? it, yeah, come that's, on. That's a known phrase. All right, it's dude, a famous fine. phrase. You don't know. Then, you know uh, I, can't, I don't have time to explain it to you. I had, I had a shirt that, that read... Uh, it was no slaves for bears. That was a shirt that I that I sold. No slaves for bears, and there's a picture of a bear on it. You know, like <laughs> no it's, slaves it's a for podcast, bears. You missed the visual of him doing some kind of bear crouch, sort of a bear act. Out. I don't know what quickie. it was. It was like a thing with the hands. I've never seen it. Yeah, it was <laughs> in reference to it's a like, bear. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is my bear impression. You're trying to get it it's across. Silent. Okay. I think that if you imagine yourself in the woods, you will be able to see me <laughs> as a bear. He spent he he, he Shield Jr. He indicated in the GoFundMe post that his ex-wife was raising Jimmy in the Netherlands and only wanted him to be in the U.S. two weeks a year. An arrangement Shields wrote, "I just can't accept as a father." However, <laughs> here's an arrangement I can accept. Yeah, killing everybody <laughs> and murdering, marrying another woman. Murdering my whole family, including yeah. the new wife. Which, what the fuck? You know, that. Well, I think what happened. Trigger here, happy. We, we, we've got to look. We've got to step back here. Okay, good. And good. let's step back. And we look at this. You can't look at this as a murder suicide. Mm. You look at it as a family going together to face the crocodile, lion, hippopotamus. <laughs> We're going to yes. do this as a family. Yeah. Let's, we don't want to do this alone. Right. You don't want to be... The heart-swallowing animal. We need to take him on as a Dutch family. And God forbid the swallower of the damned take in you, your heart. Because uh, that's the end. 
You want to go to the field of reeds, don't you? I don't think I don't know if anyone. It, it, I, I, the field of reeds sounds field like of where reeds. you find bodies. If you build it, <laughs> if you kill it, that's where you. Where'd it. you find it? Well, we found a the decomposed body out of the field of reeds. Yeah, the field of reeds out there. They uh, shallow grave. Yeah, another one, <laughs> another body. Like in the, you know, Gilgo Beach, they got all the, the bodies out there. Shallow graves out there. I think somebody was just finding bodies, and they thought there would be a nice place to bury him. Like, we found a body here, and if we hadn't been here looking for a place to bury this guy. <laughs> so this must be a pretty good place. It's like that uh, the line that uh, Harold Ramis had about, um, oh, God, why can't I think of his name? Real Caddyshack. Uh, Doug Canny. Once you go Ramis. Um, when he, they, he, uh, Doug Kenny, he, uh, he, he jumped off a cliff in Hawaii, but they found his shoes. And Ramos says he tripped over his shoes looking for a place to jump. Yes. Yes, he tripped looking for a place to jump. That See, that's, that's, that's a beautiful line. It's yeah. about the sad, sad truth of life. Kenny, man, yeah. That's great. I, you know, and, and, and really, did you watch the movie about that? Yeah. It was so interesting and so... Like, the... I, you kind of hate the guy, uh, in a way, because he's, he just seems like such a, a shithead. But you have empathy for him, you know. Obviously, he had a tragic life. He's, he's a writer, national. Yeah, it was tragic. Who, he went to Harvard. Anybody it was who, tragic. Exactly. Ex- that's what I'm saying. Tragic. It, he wrote. He, he produced movies. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic, yeah. absolutely tragic. Well, the tragedy of it is that you know the from he, the from the greatest success from the greatest success, but consumed by his addictions, and then ultimately, you know, although he spread so much laughter to so many people, he was inwardly miserable. Now, yes, fuck him, Harvard, fuck anybody who ever wrote for National Lampoon. Yeah, fuck them all, and fuck anybody who calls it the National Lampoon. But yeah. Like the Ohio State University. Shut up. It's Ohio State. Yeah, don't be a dickhead. I hate that. And and, and, and really, what's the Animal House? That was his movie. That was the big hit. Huge movie. But now Caddyshack, one of my favorite comedies. I, I It's my favorite movie of all time. I'm not a golfer, but I just, minute per minute, that is one of the funniest movies ever. I found that it is not really necessary to have an extensive knowledge of golfing to no, enjoy that movie. that's what makes a movie good. Yeah. It's not about golf. You go in, you think, oh, man, I don't know about golf. Am I going to be able to understand the humor in this movie? Yes, you it's, are. It's not about golf at all. Not even a little bit. It's it's, it's about... It's a background. That's, that's the setting. It's about a chick thinking she's pregnant. And then it's saying, thanks for, thanks for not Noonan. Noonan just trying to get through the day. I cannot man. do a Scottish accent, can you? Thanks for... Thank, well, she's Irish. Thanks for not Newton. Newton. Well, thanks for nothing. Thanks for... So, <laughs> I met Michael O'Keefe <laughs> one Did time. You? Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, also of Roseanne. And uh, I just like, wow, you know, what do I say to this guy? He can't throw a Caddyshack line at him. He's had that... How many times? Yeah, walk up and tell him to beat right. the ball or some shit. Right? right, and I can't go great Santini on him either. Hey, sports fans, the movie with Robert Duvall he was in was an excellent oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, also at one time called The Ace because people thought the great Santini was a, about a magician or something. Right. and Robert uh, Duvall, it was so great. Yeah. He, was, he was married to Bonnie Ray and, 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 and there was a guy in that movie named Tuma. <laughs> yeah, Tuma, who got stung by who, who, who no, he, the, the bully got stung by bees, and I think that guy was played by Patrick Swayze. Seems Possibly. like he was, yeah. Tuma. He had a stutter, right? So, but he, he, was, he was married to Bonnie Ray for a long time. Who? Uh, uh, Michael, Michael O'Keefe was. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, what do I say to this guy, you know? And I just shook his hand. I'm like, wow, you're a lot taller than I thought you would be. <laughs> that's all I had. That's it. What an idiot. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> was, how tall was he? he he's about 6'2". Shit. Yeah. Maybe six. Six one, six. Because the line I say from Caddyshack, my favorite is, "I think I have enough butter now." Okay, that's kind of an obscure line. I think I have enough butter now. When he's uh, they're at the country club and he's yeah, got he's putting the all that butter on Lacey Underall's plate. Oh, right. I think I have enough butter now. Okay, if you need any more, let me know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You don't really think of Lacey Underalls as having the the line of the movie, but. Uh... Because you, you can't go with so, the, you gotta, so many you good gotta ones. have a you gotta have a like a deep track mm-hmm. from the caddy. I guess I guess you don't. I guess you don't. 
That's a Ted Knight. I've uh, mm-hmm. I sent many men your age to the gas chamber. I didn't want to. I felt I owed, owed it, it to them. Owed it to them. I owed it to them. <laughs> That's oh. it. And uh, Mr. Yeah. Scholarship winner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Judge, I, fifty bucks says you slice. How do we get from murder to Caddyshack? It's always right on the tip <laughs> of your frontal lobe. Caddyshack is never far. No, it isn't. Well, uh, so this guy, James Shields, uh, you know, they always have a, uh, you know, I love it when they get a testimony from their, his his dad, uh, James Shields Sr., he, uh, he told reporters on Tuesday, his grandson was a beautiful boy and defended his son as a, quote, good man. Not a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good husband. Not even a good ex-husband, which involves a lot less responsibility. <laughs> Frankly, he wasn't even kind to himself. Uh, Shields was the co-founder, though, of a Manhattan uh, physical and occupational therapy practice. So in an online bio, he described himself as a wannabe anthropologist. Wow. I mean, yeah, that, isn't everybody... <laughs> Everybody wants to be an anthropologist. You want to talk about having a dream that's taking you nowhere? Go to welding school. (laughs) I just. I'm a wannabe. I'm a freelance. I guess I'm a freelance anthropologist. Kind of a cliche, I guess. You know, just don't want to be. I'm a softy. He enjoyed traveling to new and exotic locations. He said, like, like hell. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, I've exhausted all the possibilities in this world. Let's go to. The field of reeds, and and to the hall of truth, he said. Volunteer, he, he volunteered in a nursing home at age sixteen. It led to his career in physical therapy, but not to his career in anthropology. Unfortunately, although some people are pretty volunteering in a nursing home is pretty fucking. That's some, rare. that's some dirty shit right there. Yes, from hey, the that's moment. That's some dirty shit. Okay, I want to touch old people at 16. Yes. That's some dirty shit. No, I want to be up close and personal. Right, I want to get physical in there. therapy, yeah. Yeah, that's some dirty shit. Yeah, and uh, and smell, Christ. I mean, I, that's, see, you could discriminate against, uh, not age, but when they're that age where they get that old smell. It's not always about hygiene. It's just, they just. It's just how it works. Yeesh. They're burn. They're burning oil at a different temperature. Mm, man, it is. Uh, that, uh, nursing homes are the worst places on earth. I think they should just get rid of them, and then and then and what's just like, the alternative. You do everything you can until you drop dead, fall down some stairs. You have some family that takes care of you, or you don't. But no place to just dump these old people. You can go through your life. But there is no lay there and get your ass wiped option. Just doesn't exist. Take it off the table, and then what? You know, most what? people don't want to go. You know, they like, exactly they, they don't want to go. They, they don't want to be there. Thing. They want they they want to do exactly what I'm suggesting, which is just fucking shoot the you know take your chances out there, keep going until you're dead. You know, I I I'm, I hate those places. I went to visit my uh, mother-in-law there a ton of times before she died. Yeah. Holy Christ, man. It's just like, you know, you see these people time after time when you go there. Last time I was here, this guy was in the hallway. I come back again this time. He's still in the hallway. And his mouth is just open. You know, he's just that big wide open eyes, you know, just like looking at everything. Fuck. I, I, when, he could when be my doing that outside in the sun. My my, my grandmother, when she was on her uh, way out, went to see her at the nursing home. She dementia, but we were walking out, and this woman just said to us, me and my dad, I'm never getting out of here. Oh, and I'm like, you know, I'm like 16 years old. I'm like, uh, did you catch the Indian score? I mean, <laughs> what do you say to that? Hey, listen, meet me I'm, here at midnight. I'm never getting out of here. I don't blame you. This place is great. Yeah, and I'm like, well, why would you want to go? That's it. You know, I'm you never getting out. Three of here. squares. Look, uh, you know, I'm looking at you. I'm thinking you are getting out of here pretty soon, within a year. Yeah. <laughs> you are you're never be, getting out of here. Why? You want to go? You want to go somewhere? You want to? <laughs> you want to go to the Hall of Truth? Yeah. In violent Brooklyn, an off-duty cop shot his rival for the affections of a single mother and prostitute. 
around 5 a.m., 40-year-old Sergeant Richard Wait, Blake. hold on. What? Before, you need to Hello? repeat that yes, again. in violent Brooklyn, an off-duty cop shot his rival for the affections of a single mother and prostitute. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. There's a hooker that he's that he's in, in love with, apparently. Oh, of course. At around 5 a.m., 40-year-old Sergeant Richard Blake, who has 18 years on the forest, fired two shots at 21-year-old Tavone Santona, who he initially claimed had tried to rob him. And surveillance, surveillance video uh, footage of the Brownsville incident. Brownsville 1718 shows Santana put his hands up just before getting shot in the jaw and falling back. Santana is expected to survive. One tough jaw on that fucker. Uh, Blake was also charged in late 2016 with a misdemeanor assault after uh, his lady claimed that he struck her in his Brooklyn apartment. So this is a, a, a cop, a dedicated cop, 18 years on the service, uh, in you know, 18 years on the force. And, uh, you know, now he's a... He is, uh, you know, accused of shooting this guy, and, and he shot the guy. There's no question. You can see it on video. He claimed the guy, at first he claimed the guy robbed him, but they both came out of the same apartment and, and had already <laughs> argued. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. Yeah. We both happened to be in there to see the same lady. She is a, uh, she's been, you know, she has a past conviction for prostitution. She's got a kid who's 10 I think it might be his kid. I'm not really too sure about that. And she's got other kids, too. So she's not a very careful prostitute. Now, the officer's black. The victim's black. We're not hearing a lot of uh, unarmed black man in this. You know, Here's the amazing news in this story to me. Hmm. Um, what magic powers does this woman's pussy have where people are taking shots in the jaw over it? I, listen, I don't know how to run a hooker business, but if I'm going to run one, I'm going to get people to shoot over it because her line is ringing off the hook today. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to get some of that shot in the jaw pussy. I want to get some of that pussy makes cops shoot, shoot a guy. Yeah. That, 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 is some, that is some serious pussy. Yeah. You're right about that. So that, that to me, is, is like, did they put her address in there? I'd like to make a stop and just get a, a whiff of that just to see what's going on. On the menu, I think it's called Serious Pussy. Yeah. It's you serious. want pussy or Serious Pussy? <laughs> now listen, you want some pussy or do you want some Serious Pussy? I'll have regular pussy. Yeah, uh, because I'm <laughs> medium. Can I have medium? the medium? You got something that's hot, but it's not going to burn me to <laughs> yeah. death, you know? Medium. Medium pussy for sure. Yeah. But that 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 is some, that is some, that that's a pork chop worth eating. Yeah, that is. That's, a, that's the soup that eats like a meal. It's a, yeah. It's a rarity that you have that kind. Of, well, you know, people fight over women all the time. If, I don't ever think it's about the pussy, although that would be a good angle for a pimp. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, how's that pussy? Did you read that story in the news? Yeah, that's her pussy. That's better than open table. All oh, right, man. That is her pussy. That's yeah. How about read the Yelp review on her? Right. It's gonna say that pussy good. Five stars. And there'll, there'll be one two-star review. The guy waited too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one two-star. I came like... here for a special occasion, and I waited four hours for pussy. <laughs> I am never going back here. Sure, the pussy was incredible, but after waiting all that time... The service was horrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a pussy delivered. And uh, it two came and a half cold, hours later, and there was and there were no napkins. <laughs> and they didn't bring my coke. I'll have pussy and a coke. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Pussy and coke. <laughs> what size coke? Medium. Kind of Medium. Small. Small or large? This? We got small. Okay, large. So yeah, this is a that's we'll keep you posted on that. Whatever yeah, that's a, listen. You, you know what? Email us. Let us know how it is. because yeah. the line's already forming. Mm -hmm. That that's that's the latest uh, uh, cronut. <laughs> Her pussy <laughs> is, is is a cronut. <laughs> it's a combination pussy, donut, <laughs> and croissant and croissant. All in one. Yeah, it's and that tender good. and flaky. And they only make a certain amount every day. <laughs> when they're out, they're out. You got to get there early. Yeah. And there will be a line. Because they were shooting over that shit. That's how good it is. Limit one per customer. <laughs>
That's like the guy. Santana must have got the last one that day. Right, yeah. Motherfucker! <laughs> Shot in the goddamn zone. It's, a, it's. I mean, the video, which I've seen, it's pretty... Uh, Pretty graphic. It's pretty. It's you. You want it to be more graphic. You don't really see a lot of blood. You just see him like. Uh, no, I really don't want up. it to be more graphic. I actually no? don't. No, I don't want to. Hmm. I'm not interested in seeing guys' kind of, brain brains splat all what over. What kind of crime reporter are you? I didn't say I was a crime reporter. I'm. I'm here doing a podcast. I'm here for the donuts. <laughs> Bad news. Uh, a Brooklyn teen accused of fatally shooting her mom. Well, she plans to ask that she be tried separately from her. One-time beau and alleged accomplice, her lawyer revealed Thursday. Her her lawyer revealed that uh, defense attorney he revealed it. He re- <laughs> it's like it was Ta-da! sitting sitting on a little podium, and he he whipped off the uh, cover. A Brooklyn teen. Now this uh, defense attorney Peter, uh, you know, Guadagino. Guadagino. You know what these Guadagino. Italian names? Guadagino. Guadagino. Peter Guadagino. Juaraguino. Yeah, you're right. It's Spanish. He told the cops he plans to file a motion to sever the case with his young client. And now this is a Destiny Garcia. Her co-defendant is uh, Jerry Moissanet in the coming weeks. Heidi. (laughs) Garcia was then 15 years old. Moissanet was 28. So whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now. Yeah, you're not going to separate them. <laughs> speaking of tight, yeah. Speaking of fucking cronut pussy, mm. fifteen. <laughs> this is some. This is some commit murder pussy. Oh yeah. They they she uh, convinced him to uh, to to commit this murder with her. Um. By the way, uh, they shot Garcia's mother, Rose, Rosie Sanchez, and her boyfriend Anderson Nunez in their Sheep's Head Bay apartment. That's deep Brooklyn. In late December 2015, I remember this. This was like New Year's Eve, I believe. Right before New Year's Eve. Uh, the teen, like I said, 17 years old now, she roped in Moissanet by telling him that she'd been raped by Nunez. And uh, she shot her mother once before both she and Moissanet opened fire on Nunez. Opened fire. Okay. Like we're, we're storming the Bastille now. Yeah. We don't know how many times that was. Open fire. I mean, like, they make it sound like they just emptied their guns into him, you know, but open fire. They just shot the mother first because the mother's like, what are you doing with that? And so they shot, and the, and the guy's like, I know what you're doing with that. So he's just sitting there being chill. Yeah, it's like, uh, all, all good. Like, I know. <laughs> all yeah, good. I did. Okay. Didn't see shit. But he actually. On my phone. Actually, you know what happened? Teen uh, then stabbed Nunez over thirty times. So she wanted over thirty times. Over thirty, not just thirty, not twenty nine. Over thirty. Probably she probably stabbed him thirty one times. Well, thirty one flavors of pain. I uh, in Nunez. Let logic dictate here. Either he did do something to her, because that's personal, or she wanted to make it look like he did something to her. Well, she later changed her story, though, as she told cops that the slayings occurred because her mother beat her. Then why did a guy get stabbed 30 times? Because he let it happen? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because it was what he was wearing? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> he, she channeled her rage into her mother's boyfriend. She went, like, this will really piss her off. Anyway, they're both dead. They both pleaded not guilty, uh, these uh, these two. I'm talking about Destiny But they're Garcia. separating because she's probably going to get tried uh, as a, uh, as as a, a minor. As, as a minor. Because if you do that, it together, you can't do that. Well, it, yeah, I think you're right. And I think they figure that, uh, when you look at this uh, guy, she doesn't want to be in court defending herself alongside this Pugsley Adams-looking motherfucker. Yeah, what is that guy doing? Yeah, he's got that short he- helmet head uh, kind of hair. This looks drawn on, and the way they, the way that their position looks like they're looking at each other. He's like, "You, you told me you were raped," and she's like, uh, "So what?" She's defiant. She's got her chin up. No, he's got that. Are you gonna eat that yeah. look in his face? <laughs> you gonna eat that? <laughs> he's got a nice sweatshirt on. He's got some beads. This isn't. I she's got a shit out here, doesn't she? She's got what? She's got. She's got a shit out. She's showing it off. She's got she's got her shit out. Yeah, he's got her shit out. He's got his shit no, out. No, her, she. She's got her shit out. The yeah. tits. Yeah, look at that. Shit, <laughs> those are not out. What are you talking oh, about? Oh wait, I've I, wait. I just want to know. I've gone over the line now. 
After after we talk about cronut pussy, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I, off, no, I'm, I'm just confused. I mean, like this is, she's got a pocket on each tit, so she's right. a two pocket shirt she knows kind of what girl. She's doing. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. She she's definitely she's, she's definitely selling the sizzle, right? If not the steak, but you yeah. know that you know that 28 year old uh, Moissanet was hitting it. He was hitting it, no question. Oh yeah, he was he was putting he he, he was doing work here. Her one time bow, which one of course, time? Of course, they've broken up. One, oh, one time. Yeah, well, you know, you just stab, one time, you, and you, you stab will... a fucker thirty times. That, that's <laughs> tough on a relationship. Oh no, no, didn't stab. She didn't stab him. Oh, yeah. Her mother's boyfriend. I understand it, but oh, yeah. it, it gets between you, and it just right. hard to walk away from. You, that. Once you see that, you go, God damn. Yeah, she like, is I capable wanna, of some stuff. You know, I just. Uh, I'm I thought we were it. just going to shoot him. I, I want to go a different direction in our relationship. You know, I think it's time we talked about maybe seeing. I don't want to say other people, <laughs> but less of each other. <laughs> the mom's boyfriend. Uh, see, okay, the 15-year-old accused of murdering her mother and the mom's boyfriend has miscarried the child she has said was fathered by 28-year-old, her 28-year-old accomplice. So there's a kid in the past here, a miscarriage. A miscarriage. This is... Uh, even. Th- this is a Lifetime movie right Very here. Very difficult situation for that young girl, Peter Guadagnino. Guadagnino said, uh, uh, referring to the teen, Destiny Garcia. Well, she has a hell of a destiny, isn't her? Destiny is to uh, be in the slammer for a little while. You know, least. you know who needs to get on this is that guy. I, I think it's on the. It's, is it Dateline? I think it is. The the really old looking guy with the uh, the gray hair that has that condescending look on his face all the time. Anderson Cooper? No, no, no. He's an older guy. He's, mm, mm, like he was interviewing somebody. Bill there. Curtis. No, guy. no. Bill Curtis is, is is a different guy. Yeah. But he's on Dateline. He, he, he looks like he's about 150 years old. Mm-hmm. But he has that really condescending look. Mm, yeah. Yes. He, he, he's, the, he's the guy for this? Yeah, he's the guy. Uh, like, does he read, like, in a condescending way? Like, uh... Yeah, he'll be very condescending to everybody. His teen client, Destiny Garcia, who's charged in the shooting and stabbing deaths of mom Rosie Sanchez and her beau, Anderson Nunez, before heading out to watch the ball drop on New Year's Eve. There you go, honey. New Year. You know what? Do <laughs> you have any resolutions? Uh, I tried not to kill somebody. I No, I, <laughs> I, I did my resolutions already. Yeah. I already killed I got, him. I got to jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to accomplish this year except getting away with it. He said it remained unclear whether or not the teen who was two or three months pregnant lost the baby before or after she was taken into custody. Wow, if it was after, boy, they got a lawsuit. All right. Do you see what I'm seeing from the attorney? He says, apparently she's had some problems. <laughs> <laughs> apparently she's had some That's problems. That's the lawyer talking. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um. It's likely she's had some problems. She's been harassed about the case, and there have been improper comments. <laughs> so, I hate yeah, that. Well, oh. you, don't, you don't want to hurt her feelings. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, she's a person, too. Just because she shot her mother point blank in and cold blood. And stabbed a guy 30 times. And, yeah. Oh, wait. What, John, are you going to say that now? I'm sorry. Come on. That's very improper. Counting the number of times. I tell you. These, the, what a sensitive lawyer that is. She's very worried about her situation, he said. Oh, he declined to elaborate, citing attorney-client privilege. I can't, but I can't it, tell it, you about the improper comments that other people But say. I can tell you she's had some problems. Yeah, that much I can say. Thanks, pal. With certainty. She was worried about her situation, and uh, uh, she initially told cops uh, it was because of the rape, because of sexually abused, but later changed her story, claimed her mom beat her. I guess she didn't have a uh, rape kit, you know, done... And, uh, you know, like, that's... that's. I always hated that term, rape kit. <laughs> it's so misleading. Yeah, isn't it? it's like, wait, so this... You're like, where do I get one of these? Yeah, I can get set up for this? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I, I think that they need another name for Call that. 1-800-R-A-P-E-K-I-T. Rape kit. 1-800-RAPE-KIT for your free rape kit. You get the guy that does the vaginal mesh commercials to, to do the voiceover. What, what is vaginal mesh? It sounds like some kind of medieval armor. I should know what that is. I think I know what that is. It's something like uh, it does something. Is it? It a, does something. Yes. It does something. It has a specific function. Let's look it up. Vaginal mesh. Because I, I, I'm going to feel like an idiot when I see this. I know it's something very common. Vaginal mesh is a net-like 
implant used to treat pelvic organ prolapse. Oh, it's when your pussy's about to turn into an Audi. It's <laughs> 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 gross. Urinary incontinence in women. So, they, uh, okay, the product design implantation. Serious complications can occur, such as erosion and organ perforation. Erosion? That just does not sound right. Oof. Here's what it looks like. Goes right in there. So you don't want your dick bumping up against the vaginal No, mesh. you don't. Like, it's like, oh, man. It's like, cattle. It's like cattle coming up against electric fence. Yeah, what, you got a screen door in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we letting a pie cool in here? What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus. This will be on my Yelp review. Yes. <laughs> she wants a separate trial. By the way, this is a kind of a funny one. This is reported in Newsday that despite... Oh, wait. Hold on. No, one second. This is not reported in Newsday. This one is reported in uh, the one and only New York Post. It seems a fitness-obsessed NYPD official was allegedly caught working out when he should have been working. He, now he could find himself out of a job. That's Lieutenant John uh, Pisano. 20-year veteran accused of sneaking into the basement gym at one police plaza. That's police headquarters. To pump iron. Iron. Uh, he's pumping it. He's pumping iron. <laughs> he's <laughs> pumping it. While racking up overtime. He's getting paid time and a half to go down there and work the fuck out. This is beefy. Look at that doofus face, too. I mean, like, oh, I'm very committed to my workout, you know? He's really... Uh, he looks like an ass-looking kind of guy. Okay, so let's just let's just scale this out. Okay, we got a guy that's shooting a hooker, yeah, and a guy that's working out, making time and a half. And who have I been? You know, I'm going to say, okay, you want to work out, just don't shoot any hookers. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We want you to be in in such good shape. I I, I did, wait I, wait I the can't guy, get is this guy, right? Did, didn't shoot no, a hooker, but I'm not going to get outraged about a guy working out. Didn't shoot a hooker. He he shot a, a guy. Who was fucking his girlfriend? That's hooker. true. But this guy, you know, I I I, I, I can't really get outraged. There's about a that. rate do you pay, you know, I guess, to fuck a hooker. So right. I mean, like, it's like it, okay, you did something wrong. Like you're trying now to stop get... this this woman from making a living. She can't work now because right. she's dating you. Right. Oh my God. What do you mean? Whatever well, happened? This guy's to... just doing some this hammer is... curls. Yeah. This guy is uh... doing lunges. Yeah, but you know what? You know which one costs us more money? This one, because this guy. Has scammed the city out of so much money. His base salary is one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars, eight hundred, one hundred twenty-one thousand eight hundred seventy-five dollars. Last year, but time helped push his total pay to one hundred seventy-six thousand six hundred sixty-eight. So I don't know how much of that was spent working out, but that is over fifty grand in overtime. And a good percentage of that, he may just been dicking around down there. See, I, I'm not doing it right. I I, I pay ten dollars a month at Planet Fitness. I'm just I'm not doing it right. No, you got to get a job at the police department, right? And get paid. <laughs> good luck to that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, if you're seven in one in, in in restaurant fights, yeah, okay, maybe I could you know do some surveillance. They really relax <laughs> the restrictions. You and I could become auxiliary cops. Right, we could. We could no flash guns. our badges and get on the subway for free. Yeah, just be like, hey, anybody want to start any shit? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody start no shit in this car. He's accused of leaving early on 195 occasions without documenting activities. 195 occasions? He's been right, is he starting leaving? to heat no, up a little for you? Who's, what, you know what? Where is it at 150 or 75? They let it go to 195. Well, I mean, you know, you want to be sure. This is going on your <laughs> permanent record. Anybody, like, you're getting dangerously close to 200, right. which is an automatic dismissal. Uh, automatic, yeah. Well, you, something. We, you know, you got no pizza at he the didn't Friday <laughs> party or something. He's uh, now the guy who, um, Blake, you know, who shot, uh, you know, the, the, uh, what, Santana over there. Maybe we could he, have uh, like uh, a like a cage match between these two guys. Hey, that's I, how we settle this. A cage match between right, these we get two guys. The, we get the 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 shooter and then uh, uh, Johnny Muscles here. You, you want Richard Blake of Brownsville <laughs> against Lieutenant John uh, Pisano, who is un undoubtedly from Staten Island or uh, Long Island, Long Island. Right. We get a, it's like a UFC kind of a thing. Yeah. We get Joe Rogan to announce it. Dude, I I think a lot of shit could be settled this way. I'm not sure exactly what would be settled with this. 
What would it be? The the loser leaves the police department or goes to prison? I don't know. <laughs> They're serious I really didn't think it out, now did I? Time, you know, yeah. I should have spent a little more time researching that. No, I... I think what you, I think it was a fair enough uh, observation. I, I probably pushed it one question too far, but maybe right, I've no, given I you just, something to think about. I didn't, you know, no, this guy not. puts in a lot of hours. I'm probably going to not think about it once any, I'm done here. Anytime a special project needs to be done, for the, I'm begging you to think about it more. <laughs> I get a text. Pat, this is Pat. John, did you think about it? <laughs> did I'm going to text the, you the just, cop fight? just did, did you, you think, think about, about it? it? <laughs> did, did you think, think about the cop fight? Maybe you should do something with that. Once you go Dutch, <laughs> Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> no, that's that's the winner. Uh, it, was a, it helps cops crack a case. The mother of Ebony Young. What does she have, heartburn? What is that picture? She's got her mouth. Jesus, look at her eyes. She looks like a fucking zombie. Oh, my God. Yeah, is this The Walking Dead? Juana Walker, mother of Ebony Young. She Ebony Young was killed March... 26. She wipes tears from her eyes Thursday as police announced the arrest of Claudia Hospitalis. Young was fatally stabbed near Bushwick, Brooklyn. I think you should stick to stories of people that names you can pronounce. That's. That, I think that should then, be the bare minimum. The, well, here's the thing that that could never happen. Yeah, again. yeah. I'm just talking, we'll have to do the like, we'll damn. have to do the crime report in in Des Moines, Iowa, or yeah. something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, me tripping over these names all the time. Hospitalis. I like it when they have a name that is, uh, you know, just signature and great and fun. Sometimes they do. By the way, crime. Uh, Newsday reports that despite some high-profile killings and gang fights, which might lead you to believe otherwise, NYPD officials said uh, that July had the fewest Serious crimes in modern history. Major felonies, that's the index crimes of robbery, murder, rape, hilarious, and burglary, decreased about 2% in July from the same period last year. Murders in the Bronx in July were down from 14 last July to 5 this year. A huge decrease, 64%. A chief of crime control strategies, Lori Polak, attributes that to assigning more officers to the hotspots. That's the essence of the com. CompStat program of localized analysis of cops where the crime is. By the way, that system, CompStat, which you've heard of, it was originally called Charts of the Future. Future. <laughs> which, that's what the guy called it. Charts. <laughs> Citywide, uh, July had the lowest number of homicides since 2013. 24. And uh, so far this year, 171 killings, three less than last year. So, how about that? That's not too bad. I said we got to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps here. Start we're, killing. We're losing, yeah. Yeah, we're losing ground. The humidity is killing. Listen, people. I this think is the th toughest city in the world. Get I out th there. They're gaming numbers. You know what they're doing is they're saying, because, you know, there's, there's been a lot of killings. I think what they do is they say, this is, a, this is not a murder or a homicide. This is just a, it's an aggravated assault in which the victim later died. You know? I think they do it that way. Well, I, they, I, I, you know what I would like to look up? How many deaths by misadventure are in July? Maybe that's where the numbers are going. Exactly. Somebody had death. His misadventure was robbing a store. Or eaten by a, uh, I don't know, let's say an animal that's like a cross between a crocodile and uh, a hippopotamus and a lion. You're talking about a swallower of the dam. That's the one. Who came along and said, you know what? Uh, you're in the wrong gang, motherfucker. Right. What color is that? Joining a gang. Misadventure. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Do you know that uh, business is down for a lot of cabbies by like 40%? A representative story would be these cabbies who jump off the GWB or wherever, and uh, they, they murder themselves because they can't make a living as a cabbie anymore. Their expenses are too high. Their medallions that they bought are very expensive. Say for eight hundred grand or right, a and then million you get dollars. these people come in with Uber. This is why I'm totally against this. I was like, oh yeah, these guys—they're out there hustling. They spent all this money on that. Oh, um, but I can come in an Uber, and I have nothing to it. No, like what about this, what was this? This woman that that beat somebody up yesterday, the cab driver. Really beat up a cab driver? No, a cab driver like, like was punching. These people. An Uber or a cab? No, it's a cab. Oh, like, a cab driver beat up yeah, a woman. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, well, he should get one every once in a while. Well, first of all, what did you do to upset a cab driver to get them out of their car to punch you in the face? It wasn't nothing. Second of all, New York City, 
Blaming the victim is so fucking well, sweet and so like, natural. You know, well, maybe you deserve to get punched in the mouth. There's no way she didn't. Everyone says New York City is the toughest city in the world. And then it rains and nobody leaves their house. And they, oh, uh-huh, I'm going to order brunch in. All right. You know what? This is what you need. What are you, this from Jersey? Is, Jersey? Yeah, I live in Jersey. <laughs> brunch is stupid. But it's like, oh, you know brunch, what? Come on, man. Yeah, brunch. Nobody has brunch. No self-respecting heterosexual no, no, gentleman. No. Is going to go out for a little sliver of cantaloupe and a, and a Bloody Mary. Right. That is I get so drunk in mimosas. Oh, my God. That is some pussy-whipped afternoon uh, time that you're spending it's there. It's like, take a cab. You know, if you want to get somewhere, this is cab drivers. That's what we need. We, cab drivers are animals. All right? They will get you. They will drive through live gunfire to get you where you're going. Yeah, all right? Yeah. They that's prefer why, it. That's why I take. I don't take Uber. Sometimes they'll. Sometimes they'll actually take the longer Uber. route into the into the live gunfire. They want to go through the live gunfire. Well, it's, it's like being on a duck tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doug boat. <laughs> but these people that drive Uber, they own the cars. They drive the speed limit. They use turn signals. Let's go! Right. Enough. Of this shit. Get me where I'm going. Don't worry about the windshield Dieter. wipers. <laughs> what are you? Oh, and and they, they have a fucking fit if you light a cigarette in the car. Oh, yeah. They lose their fucking mind. You know what? And here, try taking a hooker into an Uber. Yeah. Forget Do it. that. Do that. All right. Cab driver. Try taking here's a hooker. $20. Let's just ride around for a minute. Yeah. And try we're getting a blowjob from, from a Impossible. hooker. Impossible. <laughs> Those medallions mean something to me. You know, and, and a lot of these cab drivers are really devoutly religious people. So, you know, they have their limp. They don't want to see a couple of ladies make out. Hey, who does? Most people, but not them. <laughs> and Eyes so front. You, and Eyes front, Gabby. <laughs> people try to get uh, women to make out all the time. Everybody's dying to see it. Oh, why don't you girls just make out? We think it's the best thing ever. There's one fucking guy who's like, don't do that in my cab. And they want to file a fucking lawsuit. Is that what cab? Tough is that? shit. There's oh, any Muslim cab. They don't like it. They do not like it. They don't want to see a couple of women making out. Oh, I, I mean, what the fuck are they gonna write? I don't know. Get out of my. One guy wouldn't let a woman ride up front in the front seat with him. I was like, yeah, that's good. Fine. You're entitled. Now here's our update from the one and only Mr. Talented. He's been dead since June 2015 when he was. Found hanged from the bottom of an elevator car dressed in a silver space suit. The man uh, once called the world's most dangerous star fucker, Tyrell Shaw, has provided another update from the grave. You see this guy here? Dedicated. Tyrell Shaw. He used dedicated. To, that's how dedicated he is to his art. He was an artist who made bow ties out of a lot of different items and shit. And he would get his picture taken with various celebrities. And uh, he considered himself... Uh, you know, a blogger. He was a blogger. He would, and he blogged about shit like uh, his hate crimes. For instance, his effort to uh, get a Oriental Asian woman, I guess, to uh, go out with him. He would walk up to these Asian women and say, "Hey, how about it? You know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> hey, how about it? You know, whatever his little come on was. Oh, okay, Joe. And they, <laughs> that's what he was expecting, right? Like, uh, this ain't Panama. You could, you don't just put chicken wings on a fucking fishing <laughs> this ain't rod. Panama. Uh, you know. Uh, so these, uh, these chicks. Would ignore him, and he would Odd. have. A, then he would take a bag like this bag right here, saying like some of these, and then he'd add some. He's hard holding in there. up one of those vinyl shopping. Yeah, bags. you know, it's like just a. And he would just and hit him in the nose with the hard thing in there, wow. and then make his escape. He did it about four times. He was aiming for a million, but he made it to like four. Yeah, uh, and then he. What he, a cavalier he, cat this guy! And is. then he killed himself, and the way he killed himself was tied himself to the bottom of the elevator. Waited for somebody to push up. So somebody killed him unknowingly. Sort of a suicide, sort of a murder-suicide with only one dead guy. A bundle. Yeah, Yeah, but one guy. Uh, And he wrote enough blog posts to keep his blog going for like 10 years. I'm on his mailing list, and I periodically get it. So here is the latest blog post. This is what's going on from the other side. Sigmund Freud was born in Freeburg, he writes. And that's, God, I love that fucking, that's a, that's a classic. I, I always close with Freeburg. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. What song is it you want to hear? <laughs> Freeburg! Freeburg! 
today. That's a Leonard Skinner reference for those of you born in the 21st century. His, uh, his, uh, his town goes by the Czech Republic, Mr. Talented writes. Does this mean Freud is Czech? If I were born in mainland China during the late 80s and America took control over China a century from today, would that make me American? Who were we in the beginning of life? What if Africans discovered America first? It's confusing to read what I'm actually trying to say, but if you think about it, you may not be what you call yourself, Mr. Talented. That's uh, his latest blog entry. Uh, now, there's a world of meaning in that. It's obviously, it spans international uh, somethings and uh, is, is uh, clearly uh, put a lot of thought into that. You know, this isn't just something he just shat out. I think there must be a hidden meaning in here somewhere, like maybe a cryptogram or some shit, you know, where you like the, the fifth letter of every yeah, long we're word or something. Rolled. Because this is nothing. <laughs> we're never going to give you up. <laughs> you're getting rickrolled. What's rickrolled? You never heard that? No. Rick Ashley? Where yeah, I know the song. Something happens, uh, and then all of a sudden that never going to give you up shows up. So, like, people will write something, and the, the first line... Our first letter in each line will spell out "never gonna give you up," "never gonna let you down." No, no, no. I, I, Who does I, this? I don't know. I, the, the fact that to I know that end? many words bothers myself. I hear you. Um, but yeah, when it when it comes on, like something will happen. Never gonna let you down right. and desert Where you. Where every every song he sang sounded exactly. He was like he was like the Boston of the late '80s. Ha! Huh. Yeah, Rick Astley, the so. Boston, and he had one album. That was uh, pretty successful, right? One? I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know anything about this guy's history. All I know is that Mr. Talented is demonstrating... He's rickrolling us from the grave. A <laughs> He's rickrolling I'm us. I'm not convinced rickrolling is a thing. All right. I, type in it. Type, go, go to your web browser and type in rickrolling. Do you hear that? Do you, do you hear that? I hear it, yeah. It makes me want to vomit. I remember when this was considered terrible music. Uh, that would be now. He's got that voice like uh, Michael McDonald, you know? Uh, it's just a little bit off. It sounds, like he's, it sounds like he's doing it to be stupid. She came from somewhere fucking long ago. What a fool believes. I never want to give you up, John McClellan, but I know that it's time to go. Time to go. Our episode is complete. And I think we did it. this is going to be the closing song for New York City Crime Report going forward. Because I never want to give you up either. And you can always contact me on Twitter. Why don't you let us know what you thought? I'm at Pat Dixon on Twitter. But then again, fuck Twitter. They took Gavin McInnes off Twitter yesterday. Did they? Yeah, they did. And all his Proud Boys, claiming that they had some kind of, uh, I don't know, white supremacist connection or something, mm -hmm. violence and shit. Twitter is a liar. YouTube's a liar. And uh, Facebook is a liar. They're all a liar. Snapchat is true. Snapchat's totally true. Yeah, Snapchat is real. I'm not even on it. I don't even know what it is. The pictures Is disappear. that the one with the cat ears when you take the pictures? No, I think you're thinking of scat chat. <laughs> Snatch chat? <laughs> John McClellan, are you at Booze Coma on Booze Twitter? Booze Coma. Just type in Booze Coma. You'll find me. Type in Booze Coma to find John McClellan. Type in uh, crimereport.nyc to subscribe to this show. And tune in to future episodes and tune in to past episodes. Just do me a favor. If you would be constantly listening to this program, that would be much appreciated. We'll have a message coming up soon for uh, Fan Kyle. Uh, I'm just saying that in case it's not up yet. But... We're going to have everything you need to know about marriage. Uh, I'll be talking to Seth Barron. And uh, thanks one more time, John McClellan. Thank you, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?